0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. I'm Jeff.
1: And I'm, uh, I think I'm Jake.
0: You think? What's wrong?
1: Uh, it's just, you know, it's been, uh, it, it's, it's, You had a good day today.
0: Uh, did I? Yeah, you got to drive into work, so did I, <laughs> on a day where we're not supposed to be in the office. Yeah, <laughs>
1: Yeah, so because we um, missed Tuesday, yeah, we, both so of us. You and I have the same telework schedule. Yeah, for those of you who aren't familiar Is that annoying with, because why you wouldn't, why would you not know what was that annoying, annoying
0: to you? What that I took the same schedules you? No. Oh, okay.
1: I mean, you do, you, dude. Uh, I, I just want to make I sure. Fire.
0: I don't know because I make you eat lunch with me every day. <laughs> I don't know. Some days you it just gets lonely. Like, today,
1: today, the the half day I spent in the office sucked. Oh, okay, good, good. I don't have anybody to talk yeah. to. Yeah. Well, yeah. Except for the guy right next to me. Was it
0: pretty slow? The front? I mean, just in the office. like a lot. Oh, uh, yeah. There was a lot yeah. of people out. Yeah. There was
1: like the, the front. The lobby was empty most of the day. Oh, so.
0: wow. Okay. Good. That's good news. Good news for Hopefully tomorrow. Hopefully tomorrow for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I think more people are gone tomorrow.
1: Friday is uh, payday for SSI. Oh. So
0: I get that. I'm sure I'm I'm probably, I, probably all the people all that, that you guys
1: have put into sus- everybody all the people that have been put in suspense over the last month are going to find out tomorrow <laughs> yeah <laughs> that they aren't getting their benefit wait so. tomorrow
0: or Friday Friday sorry. okay sorry, well sorry, technically Friday. tomorrow if you're listening when this comes <laughs> out uh so what are you feeling huh
1: I mean, it's just, it was a long, socially draining Mm, weekend. Do we want to recap? I I mean, let's recap. Do people really care about our lives?
0: They can relate a little bit, I'm sure.
1: I'm sure. I think the majority of people who listen to this are probably friends or families. I told you something
0: already. I am out on White Elephant, definitively. You
1: know what? Like, I feel like. How did yours go? I feel like you were listening to me complain last week. Yeah. And I think you empathize with me or yeah. sympathize, but you were like, I still think there was a part of you that still believed in the white elephant yes. as a, as a, uh, as a practice. Right. And I'm glad that you've come to my side <laughs> on this argument because it, 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 uh, it, it's one of the most annoying things about Christmas is yeah. this like obligatory gift giving. And I think of all the obligatory gift giving, this is the dumbest practice. Yeah. And it's not even because
0: I was directly affected, although I was, mm-hmm. It was the comments made by other people about other yeah, people's a, gifts.
1: I mean, not... So, it's one thing, if you have White Elephant amongst family members, and, yeah. it, and like, even though I'm i I didn't know anyone. Even though I'm not close with majority of my family, right. I, they're still family, and I know who they are sure you had to do white elephant with a bunch of randos yeah there were some fun gifts some funny gifts and it
0: sounded like they sucked some people said some things that i was just were like dude like that why like why like like, so there is a group it was a group of friends and like one of the gifts that one of the friends brought was actually pretty good it was like a gift card to starbucks or something it was a hefty price solid right solid but then also he made a pillow, a sequence pillow. You know, those ones that you can flip the direction one. They're like purple on one side. You flip it. You rub them the other way and then become a different color. I've seen these. Yeah. OK, so it was one of those pillows. But when you flip to the other way, it was his face. Oh. I
1: thought that was hilarious. If, if he's amongst people who know him, that's yeah, pretty good. Right. Yeah. Had
0: I gotten that? That would have been awkward, but it got stolen twice and got capped out quick because there was their friend's group, yeah. and they thought it'd be mm-hmm. funny, and he's like, I want that pillow. Yeah, sure. Jen's brother ended up with it, so it, it was his friend. He thought it was funny. Yeah. Um, it is funny, but I don't know that guy, so I don't want it, but mm-hmm. whatever. But there was just comments made about a 15-year-old, a 14-year-old wanted to participate in this game and brought extra gifts. <laughs> Cheyenne had a $5 gift card for the Starbucks, and she's like... I'm going to bring this to White Elephant. And we're like, well, okay, but there's like a $25 limit. You don't want to just leave it at that. And then Cheyenne's like, okay. And they went to the store and Cheyenne bought a candle and a pair of socks from a Christmas Story that had Ralphie on it. Okay. And his, you know, sure. Christmas Story? I mean, I feel, yeah, I'm, I'm aware. And his pink bunny well, suit. What
1: kind of, what kind of candle? I don't, as a candle connoisseur. Oh, here of, we go. As a candle connoisseur. Who kind gives of, a shit? As a candle connoisseur. <laughs> kind of yeah. I was just curious. What I don't candle. know what kind All it was. Right, I know. wasn't there. Was it at Fred Meyer? I don't know, Jacob. Did you buy it from Fred Meyer? I Is wasn't she... there. Oh, you weren't there. Yeah. Mm. Dude, come on. I'm okay. not going
0: shopping for candles. I, I did. Don't, get, I don't know why not. I did, I did fight for a white elephant that was at my house mm. for a candle. Nice. Because it smelled real good, and I got it. Nice. So that worked out. Cool. Um, All right. So but this she, got, she bought a candle, gift.
1: socks with Ralphie from Christmas Story, yes. and a $5 Starbucks Dollar gift card. card. All right.
0: It's White Elephant. It's White Elephant. What the fuck else do you expect? Also, I want to know what this person brought, because their reaction was like, who the... Literally, verbatim, almost, I'm almost directly quoting them, who the fuck is this creep on these socks? (coughs) You've never seen Christmas Story? Yeah, but also, like, that was a child who brought that gift. I mean, she couldn't have done that. I know she couldn't have, but still, that's not the point. I don't (laughs) think that's the point. I mean... uh. Is that the point? What's the point? The point is, why would you have that reaction to anything that somebody brought?
1: Oh, I mean, did you not hear me last week complaining about the (laughs) (laughs) walnut? I did, obviously, but I'm just like, I
0: was stunned. I mean, I
1: feel like that's a pretty standard gift, right? Yes. If it... it...
0: Gift card, socks, and a candle. Yeah. That is white elephant fucking standard. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what you bring.
1: Yeah, I mean, it sucks that the bell curve got kind of fucked up by the dude with his pillow, and it sounded like there were some other high, like other like higher end gifts. Yeah, where, this where really people, cool like, guy brought right. a
0: JBL wireless speaker. Yeah,
1: I mean, it kind of sucks when you have some people who blow the curve. Yes, on White Elephant. Yeah, if everybody kept it standard, like mm-hmm. Cheyenne brought, there's nothing wrong with what Cheyenne. No, brought. not at all. Absolutely not. And that person's comment kind of sucks, and if it just shows that like. It's, oh, I, I get where you're going. But I think it's like because there was yes. other gifts yes. of higher monetary value out there, she was disappointed that she got something that was standard. Mm. If everybody had just kept it in that same ballpark, it was just, where it was just all kind of like, uh, I don't know who I'm buying for. I'm going to this thing. And it's also shame on the people for having a random a collection of people who don't know each other and doing a I white ally. I think elephant. it
0: was for fun. Okay. I if mean, the objective is fun. I, I but just, here's the I, thing I guess if you think that's kind of fun no it's not that's the that's, thing if you think that's fun've got, I've, not got fun. I've got something for you <laughs> it's, it's it was it like a white elephant gift you even even white elephant in my, with my family well it's not fun
1: no it's not it's 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 awkward we didn't nobody we did it at our family yeah. and nobody even talked during it it was just like all right next number oh what did you get oh cool next number did you guys do steals yeah oh and comes some of the stuff like the alcohol always gets stolen mm I feel like I mean, China couldn't purchase alcohol, right? But I feel like if if if, you're if, in if a, there's one yeah. thing, if there's one thing to bring and you don't really know, it and you're not super close with everybody, just side of th- I, I feel like that's not a bad suggestion. Just go alcohol, man. Yeah, because you're not going to go wrong with that. Yeah, I usually always bring Crown Royal. You do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never okay. drank it right. in my life. Right. I've never drank. I've barely drank in my entire life. Yeah. But I know that if I get Crown, if I just bring a fifth of Crown Royal, yeah. I'm not pissing anybody off. You're making off. someone happy. Yeah, exactly.
0: Interesting. Okay. Well, I'm out. I'm cool. Not participating ever again. I I,
1: I support that, <laughs> and i want going to do everything I can
0: to not ever have to
1: be in it again. It's just meh. it sucks. Like, so what else happened? Like, what did anything else? You said there was comments made. Was that the only comment?
0: Mm, no, but like there was just like somebody. Oh, I don't want to poo-poo it.
1: That's and that sucks <laughs> for Cheyenne, like to have that happen. Which, well, did she,
0: she feel bad? She hear it, dude. She went over there and explained it. Oh no! I'm like, hey, that poor girl. I, she was trying to cross the room explain. It. I said, hey, don't worry about it. That poor girl. I said, don't, don't worry about it. And she's like, well, I want to tell her, like, like there's there's five dollars on that gift card. I said, hey, it's fine. Let it go. Yeah. And she's like. Okay. Okay. Next thing I know, she's up there telling, explaining it. And I'm uh, like, all right. Well, okay.
1: I, she, I, I guarantee, like her anxiety was probably sure. not going to let it subside no. unless she wouldn't have that conversation. Yes. And I hope that that at least brought her some
0: peace. I mean, the, the woman seemed to be like interacting, like, oh yeah, great, great. But that, without knowing who it's from, mm-hmm. and in this environment, not knowing that the child is participating, it's just like. Like I was wincing as they were opening it because they were just like what the fuck, and I'm like, oh god. <laughs> Look, yeah. I brought way worse gifts to way I brought way worse gifts to Wine Elephant before,
1: like cheap gifts or like, like worse. As there a are gag. listeners
0: right now who are laughing at the fact that I'm criticizing anybody else. Like, have you brought?
1: Have you seen that '70s Show episode where uh, Red and Eric forget Kitty's birthday and they go to the gas station at like? 10 10 p.m. in wisconsin no and they go there with like a wisconsin road map uh-huh. uh like uh you shop at a.m. p.m. or whatever balloon and mm-hmm. a bunch of random ass gifts oh my God. is that is that like the I, is it that was, like the quality of gifts I was that you're bringing
0: playing to the audience and it didn't go to the audience Mm. So I can't remember what the it was like. What fifteen dollars? It,
1: it was meant to be a joke, but it didn't land.
0: No, it was meant to be a joke and would have landed had it gone to anybody else except uh, for the so person that, that it is went so to. So
1: hard, and you, I mean that is that is that is worse odds than Russian roulette. It right was like there. a
0: keychain pocket tool. Okay, and Kevin Durant's Thunderstruck, the movie.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh god! <laughs>
0: and it was with the Andersons, so C.J., Matt, mm-hmm. and Micah, and I was like, "This is gonna be hilarious yeah. if one of them get that." And Grandma got it. Oh no, <laughs> poor
1: Grandma! And no one's stealing
0: that. No, so I'm pretty sure she it. gave it away to them. Yeah. But it was just like, I just felt the air out of the balloon just deflate. Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like oh.
1: that's a rough. That's a that's a that's a big risk. Yeah. hoping that somebody is gonna. By chance, yeah, that. yeah, but nope. Hey, you shot I re- your shot. You know
0: she's grabbing it. And I'm like, no, 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 and she picks it up. I'm like, shit, don't pick that one. And nobody's gonna steal mm. that. Yeah, <laughs> that was years yeah. ago.
1: I'm sorry you had a bad. I'm sorry you had a bad experience. But you know what? Sometimes it's darkest before the dawn. And yeah, if it uh, awoken you to yes. the part not participating in white elephant. Yeah, see, the only reason why I did it this year is because I still haven't. I still. I worry about what the social con like social uh ramifications yes. are of telling your family I'm not I'm participating out. yeah because then you're going to be there and they're like oh why isn't Jake and Kylie not why are they not participating on the kids why aren't they playing and you're like oh we're not participating this year you just
0: play hey, I gotta I'm gonna wrangle well and they're, be like, guys. And they're
1: like why it's because that lady brought walnuts last year
0: you should I don't make know. a that's like where are the walnuts well uh what did they bring this year did they participate? i don't know oh. i uh
1: my hack was to yeah
0: you told me about that
1: um was to uh buy something yeah that uh now this i mean it's it's a risk right because you never quite know exactly how the cookies are going to crumble yes. but i feel like you know, a lot of this has to be you have to draw in like the first i feel like if you have to draw in, like the first third of possible people okay so if there's but then twenty one pe- there's twenty one people and oh, you're on okay. the top seven. Yeah, I feel like you're probably going to be okay doing this tactic, which is going and buying yourself something <laughs> that is not like really stealable. Like I wouldn't just go buy my if I was a drinker, I wouldn't go buy myself alcohol, pick my own present, right, and then hope that nobody steals, steals it, it from because yeah. That's going to happen. What well, you do? I went to Bath and Body Works. Okay. And I bought myself a expensive candle okay. and an expensive room spray mm-hmm. in, a f- in a scent that is a more, like, manly scent. Okay, not, I was going to ask. Not in a woman, because yeah, no yeah. dude is going to come steal a candle right. from me, right? And, and no, w-
0: no one wants a masculine scent, sal- like... Jen, I got uh, I got a masculine smelling candle. I think at that event, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Oh, this smells super masculine." It was kind of piney, and I was like, "Oh, I like this." Mm-hmm. And she was like, "I do not like this. That's exactly why." Yep. I got <laughs> I got
1: Fireside, okay, which is one of the most authentic smelling campfirey like candles. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, Bath and Body Works are quality candles. Yeah. They're three wick, like they're good. They're good quality candles. <laughs> And I bought that in like some room spray. It's called sweater sweater weather. Okay. And I was like, I, I went number seven. Oh. Okay. And, uh, I walked up, and <laughs> the lady. This is. I'm like the lady who picked the walnuts. She's just this mouth. Ma- she's this loud. Brings mouth. the walnuts. She's the one who wallets? brought. She's the one that brought the walnuts okay. last year. She's a loud mouth. Okay. She never shuts the hell up. Yeah. That's what this any- She never shuts the hell up about anything. Yeah. And she sees me walking up to the pile, and she goes, and. I mean, I knew what I was doing from the beginning. Yes, I mean, I planned this out. I went and bought this, Did knowing that I was it? picking my own. There's no, I got there before her, oh, good, before good, her. Good, so there's good, no good. way I was the first one. We were the Kylie and I were like the first ones nice. there. Nice, strategic. And I went and I picked. I went to go grab mine, and she's like, "Don't pick your own, just." I'm guessing it was just completely. She just has because she just always trolling. She just always has to say something. I don't talk to this woman, but yeah. she always is, and she has a super high pitched nasally voice. She's fucking annoying, <laughs> and she just goes, Now <laughs> pick you out. And I'm like, I didn't even acknowledge her, yeah, yeah. but i up a secret. I'm like, how oh, the fuck you know that? Yeah, I'm busted. Am I really? And you giving... still went with it?
0: Oh, I. See. That's ballsy. What are For... they gonna What are they gonna do to me? No. What but are they I... gonna
1: do? Hey, don't pick your
0: own. That Tell her not n- to bring fucking walnut. That is not a Jake move. What for someone to call you out and then to follow through? Still, Mm
1: -hmm. I'm
0: impressed. Yeah, that's growth, Jake. (laughs) I was
1: uh, I was dedicated to
0: this decision. (laughs) Yeah, I was not
1: going to end up with walnuts again.
0: Did you write something on it, like a white elephant or anything like that? No. Okay.
1: There's there was nothing that would indicate that it was mine. Cool, cool. I even used a bag that I got. Cool, cool. cool, I got a bag that I got from somebody else. Mm, Damn, man. At a different thing. You went next level. No way anybody could. Because I I also I'm not buying bags, so I just am re, I oh yeah 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 scrounge up as many extra (laughs) Christmas bags as I could. That's
0: what you came for.
1: Because next year I am not I'm not buying bags. I'm over spending five dollars on a goddamn bag to wrap a twenty dollar gift. Like this is stupid. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) meanwhile, my wife was buying like this super nice wrapping paper paper and color coordinating it with ribbon and bows. Yeah. I'm it very look, It did look it did look really nice. Aesthetically though. pleasing. She I'm, did a very good
0: job. I'm very particular about my wrap.
1: Are you? Oh yeah. Uh, so I yeah, will I'm spend the extra dime
0: on some good wrap. Like uh I was cutting wrapping paper was Batman and I was cutting it, and it was just so... It was just cutting so perfect. and just mm, was so good to wrap. You rap. were just in the zone. Yeah. And I'm you like... You
1: that really nice sh- uh, yep. cut. You can get the scissors gliding. Yep. Even if they're uh, all janky
0: scissors, but somehow it's doing just, it. You just get that glide. And mm. I'm looking at Jen, and I go, where did we get this wrap? She's like, Hallmark. And I go, whoa. Okay, I would not do- spend that money dude, at Hallmark. Dude, that's some federal government money right no, there. No, she goes... We bought it last year after Christmas when it was on clearance, and I go uh, bingo. There you go. I go. We need to make the runs after this season, dude. And then she bought like an, a a roll at Fred Meyer's. It was trash. It was Fred literal, Meyer is garbage. It was literal Dollar Tree. Yeah, quality. it is so thin. Oh, I was pissed. You can't cut it. It matters, dude. It does matter. Uh, and then like you know, Clay and Terrence did these like thick bows. And it looked amazing. The wrap was like brown wrap mm-hmm. paper. It sure. looked great. But you can't open it it's like a lot of work.
1: It's a lot of work. Kylie did such a good job, it was damn near impossible to even unwrap
0: them. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of nice though. Yeah. Jen's dad is a like a, a trickster rapper sometimes. Mm. So you never know when he's gonna do it. He hasn't done it in a while. But when I first I like, came around, he was double, triple, quadruple wrapping things.
1: That sounds like way too much work. In
0: duct tape, in electrical tape, in like mesh wire just Jesus. to mess with us. So he has I, a- I mean, I respect, but I don't got that. It's kind pretty of time. good. It's pretty good. All right. So this year, I didn't go to that extent, mm. but we got him like this really nice pair of gloves. And it just came in like an Amazon bag. So then I put the bag in a small box and then put mm. that box in a bigger box. Okay. And then just kept boxing them and putting them in bags. And it was like, I don't know, maybe like a two foot by three foot box. Okay. Maybe like six inches thick mm-hmm. deep. And uh he opened it. Someone's like uh, he was like, trying to struggle to get the tape open. And uh, my sister-in-law, Aaron's wife, goes, Hey, someone get Chuck a knife. I said, Nuh-uh. No. No one give Chuck a knife. And then they all started laughing because they knew exactly what mm. I had done. It wasn't that much tape. But it's a fun little game to nice. get him back All right. At. All right. Fair enough. Uh, so, yeah, fuck White man.
1: So, uh, what was your favorite gift you received and Dude. favorite gift that you gave?
0: I can't answer that. I have so many. My favorite gifts were from Jen, and she got me the first illustrated Sorcerer's Stone Harry Potter book. Okay. A gift I've always given, mm-hmm. but never got for myself. Now oh, there you go. And so she got it for me, and I appreciate that. And then, dude, she got me these slippers, and they have not come off my feet. Well, now <laughs> I'm only wearing them in the house. I'm trying mm. to keep these as pristine as possible. That's good. They are so legit. Tell me about them. They're like a high ankle. Like, oh f- yeah, hard bottom, high ankle, and then like, uh, uh, what's, the, what's that so fabric? you
1: gotta like reach and like pull them on. You can't just yeah yeah. You slip tug the them. tug
0: the heel to pull them okay. on. And uh, sometimes
1: I feel like that's too much work, dude.
0: But if I never take them off, that's, it ain't any work. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and they're a little fleece inside, black, like um, uh, almost like windbreaker fabric on the outside cover. Oh. It's, okay. It's not like a soft fuzzy. It's like a, a little boot. Okay. It's fucking nice,
1: dude. I bet you can hear you coming from all the way upstairs. And that's what she said. Uh- <laughs> nice.
0: <laughs> doi, doi. uh And then uh, Santa brought me some new bass strings. Ba- dude, nice job, Santa. <laughs> and uh, oh, oh, oh. Uh, Chuck and Trudy Jen's parents got me a little like Yeti mug. Kay. Which I thought was cool. Mm. Um, and then a shit ton of picks. I love, I'm kind of a pick hoarder for guitar. Mm. And okay. uh, I have a bunch of like standard size picks, but I love like these little jazz threes. They're maybe like this big.
1: They're real. Ah, tiny. yes, the jazz three. Do you don't know what I'm talking about? I have about. no <laughs> idea what you're talking about.
0: Someone out there knows. Anyway, so I got, Santa brought me a pack of jazz threes, and mm. then Jen's dad nice. got me some jazz threes. Right. So I think those are my favorites. Okay. Uh, she got me, she ordered me a Wally Pop and I love Wally mm-hmm. but then they sent an Eve pop and not the Wally. Oh. And then I tried to return it and they're like, "Yeah, just send us the Eve." And I was like, "I'm not doing that." So I just ordered the Wally pop. Oh, there you so go. Now I have both. Perfect. <laughs> and my favorite gift I gave. Hmm. I don't know. I'll say, okay, the favorite gift I gave were one of the posters that I made for the kids. Mm, because yes, you showed me those. I think that those... How were they received? I was interested. Dude. So, Aspen, who was the last action hero who had all these images of her like playing softball, swinging a monkey bar, shooting a BB gun, holding a bird... She she did exactly what I was hoping was she stared at it and just looked at herself like doing all of these things. Mm. And it's almost like, uh, where's Waldo? Like you're just finding yourself like, oh, there's me doing that. And she just kept looking at it. I go, what's going on? And she goes, I'm just looking at it. And I was like, okay. Like I could tell she like liked it mm. looking at it. Sure. And then Alex, I think liked hers. It was a screen poster with her in the cast, like as the cast mm-hmm. with the other cast members. And uh, I asked her to take a picture of herself and send it to me like a side profile file picture and then she did and then she didn't even ask any questions she just did it and then like oh, weeks later she's like why did you need that and i said for your christmas present don't ask she's like okay and then they open it and i have the cast the original cast from scream in the poster and my sister's like oh you should have had her send pictures of her friends and i said "Timeout." are you suggesting that I asked my 16-year-old niece to send me pictures of her friends?
1: I said, it was Dang, weird that's <laughs> how you end up on a watch list.
0: <laughs> I said, it's weird enough I asked her to send me a picture of her. Yeah. And she was like, what's that for? And I'm like, I'm not asking no, her for pictures stuff. of her friends. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't ask questions. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, so I think she liked that. Bra- uh, my... Nephew Braxton was as Spider Man. I think I think he liked it because mm. he loves Spider Man. Yeah, um, he's a little younger though, so I think it. You know, he he wants toys, right? But I yeah. think later he'll appreciate like this poster of him as Spider Man. Mm. Um, and then my niece, so funny. She's such a brute, dude. She's a brute. She's a living tank. Uh, Braylee, she uh, she's the one I did as the Little Mermaid. Oh yeah. And I was like, hey, do you like your poster? And she goes, yeah. And I go, what's up? And she goes. Why did you put Eric on it? <laughs> the prince. <laughs> oh. I go, well, he's the prince in The Little Mermaid. She's like, okay. She was not stoked on Eric being a part of the poster. Mm-hmm. I have no idea why, but she wasn't stoked on it. And then my mom and grandma, I think they liked theirs. Okay. I think they liked theirs. Those were my favorite gifts to give, mm-hmm. but I wanted uh, just honorable mentions. Santa brought some really cool gifts. Ah, good job, that Santa. That were some of my favorites. He brought... um, Did I tell you about the dinosaur? Julian's? Yes. Yes. It's like this um, medicine ball type rubber, but it's shaped as a triceratops wrapped in a fabric looking like a triceratops. And you just bounce on it, and he's just bouncing around the house on it. It's the cutest thing. Um, And then... Cheyenne got from Santa this belt display for her taekwondo belts, ah. and it has her name on the top of it, and That's cool. uh, a rebreakable board for her to practice to get over those mental hurdles. Sure. He also wrote her a very nice letter, mm. and he's really good at writing letters to I'm her. Sure, I bet he has a
1: master's degree
0: in communication. In communication, that sounds like something that uh, Batman, that Santa should have. You would think so. Yeah. For the amount of writing he does. Yeah. So he kind of. He does these self-reflection letters for Cheyenne, and he Mm. has done it since she got here. Just kind of looking back at the year, the growth, and the continued uh, encouragement to Mm. grow. That's good. I'm Um, glad she doesn't mm -hmm. take it
1: as like, oh, I'm being constantly watched by a weird dude.
0: Oh, I... He did say at the beginning, I watched you closely this year, and she thought that was a little creepy, (laughs) but she was like, but he does, well, he does watch. I'm like, yeah, he does watch. Uh, She didn't question his existence this year, but I can feel the winds change a little. Uh, Yeah. There's almost like, okay, I've heard
1: he's not real. Yeah. I don't want to believe it. Yeah. I'm going to keep going with yes, it. Yes, yes. Yeah. I think that's where we I, re- I reached that. Yeah. I mean, I think we all got to that point, probably a year or two before Santa kind of stopped
0: bringing yeah. gifts. Uh, yeah. I don't know if he ever will. Sure. I mean, you know, I, I, I expect at some point that Santa will continue to bring gifts until my kids have kids. And then that will shift to their kids uh, getting uh, gifts from Santa sure. at our house. Okay. Um, but we'll see.
1: Everybody's got their own every has got their own thing
0: last year i went above and beyond with the capturing him the footage of mm-hmm. him sneaking around the yeah. house uh i didn't do any setup like that this year so maybe that plays into this w- wind change sure but maybe i mean i'll I think up I, the ante I, next year I,
1: well i think that means you have to go rent a reindeer
0: mm, shit i think you're right mm-hmm. just well i'm not gonna rent a reindeer i'm gonna capture the reindeer capture it yes go to the north pole santa's reindeer yeah <laughs> go to alaska Catch I love a, Alaska.
1: Catch a reindeer, yeah, slash caribou, yeah, and bring them down. Is here.
0: there is the why does why slash caribou? Because that's what they are. Oh, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. <laughs> what was your favorite gift given and your favorite yeah. gift received?
1: Um, so this year was very much more of a gift given year. Me too. I think it's because uh, kids, kids, yeah. So it's fun though, and I was glad to, mm. that most people spent their energy. And, the kids? yeah yeah, and monetary like the the budget for Christmas presents was geared towards Wells and Addison, who neither of them have any idea what Christmas is. Yeah, right. So I mean, but still, uh, but we were like, I have like this thing. I don't want a whole bunch of just stuff. Yeah, for the kids. Oh, for sure. I don't want just like the, his play area just overflowing with stuff that he's never going to play. Like he okay. just doesn't play with. So I was just like, please, just... If you're going to be buying him stuff, which mm-hmm. we don't... like At this point, yeah. he doesn't know what Christmas is. Right. He has no... Maybe next year he will.
0: Oh, he will. Uh,
1: I'm sure he will. <laughs> but this year, he has no idea. Right. So it's just like, if you're going to get him anything, just... And we you don't have to. Right. Because, once again, he doesn't know. Right. But just... Please like try to keep it practical. Yes. And he really likes books. Okay. So like just get him books. He yes. likes flipping through the page. he likes flipping the pages on the
0: books I'm typically a book gift giver. Mm-hmm. With the kids, for the yeah. longest time we would always just give books. Mm-hmm. I sent my niece in Georgia two books and my sister sent me a video of her opening the box. It's the cutest thing. Mm. I'll have to show you. It's so okay. sweet. You can see her opening it. Yeah. Books are... Books for young kids is the way to go. Mm-hmm. It's encouraging. Yeah. And hopefully they effing read them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was at a... um,
1: Kylie and I were at a... A few years ago, before we had Wells, we were at a... um, We were at a Christmas with some people our age that have, like, not teen... like. I think the oldest are like eight and nine years old. Okay. And they, but they have some younger like kids that are anyway, like ranging from three years old to like nine years old. Yeah. Okay. And the amount of just unwrapping all of these monstrosity plastic toys, toys that all of the kids played with, destroyed in about a half hour, and then got bored with, and then just seeing all of these all of the dads. Picking up all of their kids' stuff, looking yeah. miserable, carrying it to their truck, just knowing that within six months mm. that shit's ending up in the dump. Yeah. I'm like, I don't wanna carry on this like weird like over consumer is like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the overly consumerism part of Christmas. Okay. And so I was just like, please just like practical, practical, practical yeah. gifts. So I experience is I, what I go so for usually. So I was um, most of the gifts that we got. Like probably the best practical gift that we got was um, somebody got us uh, got the family mm-hmm. uh, zoo passes. So Hell me, yeah. Kylie, annual? And, and yeah, an oh, annuals, annual yes. zoo pass for uh, me, Wells and Kylie, and yep, Allison to yep, go free for it. Yep, that's so awesome I was like the. Best gift, like that's perfect. Yes, that's gonna. I can't even. Know how many hours of fun that is going yeah. to bring? Wells, yeah, and like
0: and familiarity. Because my brother did it one year, and those girls are so like the zoo. They know it better than anyone I know. Yeah, and it, they never get bored of it. No, it's like let's go to the zoo. They're like, what? Yeah, hell yes. Yeah,
1: how? I mean, I'm an adult and I've never been bored of the zoo. Dude,
0: you're gonna become one of those key people we talked about.
1: I will probably be a zookeeper person. <laughs>
0: But you didn't buy the pass, so you can afford the key. <laughs> I can afford the key. Uh,
1: so that's a great gift. Yeah, I thought that was a great gift. Uh, so uh, I think really the only gifts I got were from my parents and my mm. sister, mm-hmm. uh, which is fine. I, was that one of them? That was one of them. I like that, and that's that's probably my favorite gift I got. Who got that? Uh, my sister got okay. that for me. She had it. Uh, I got, There's a would have guessed that. There's a guy on Etsy that uh, apparently does these things, and he has them for all sorts of. Uh, artists yeah. like it with their album so i thought it was really cool because it was a throwback you got the enema of the state album cover on that and uh so it's a record <laughs> it's a record that's
0: like laser cut with mm-hmm. the nurse and some of the imagery from the blink history and then their blink 182 yeah it,
1: yeah it has the self-titled arrows um yeah yeah very cool So that's yeah, a good gift loved it. i i i unwrap i unwrap that i got to hang it uh, i haven't done that yet because yeah. i can't find my nails um, but my favorite gift given mm-hmm. um, was probably my mom has been a lifelong fan of Wheel of Fortune. Okay. <laughs> my mom watches Wheel of Fortune, I, I think, every night. Wow. My mom watches Wheel of Fortune. It's okay. like that is her game show. And I, I always remember growing up, her watching Wheel of Fortune before any like the normal, like scheduled TV shows mm-hmm. came on, like Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune was always on in our house. Mm hmm my mom has always said i want to go on wheel of fortune so badly but you have to go to like california for the sure. studio and everything like that well i was kylie and I, I guess my and my mom loves to go out and go to shows my dad refuses to go to portland to go to any shows because he won't step foot in portland right. because you know the riots or whatever yeah the liberals uh yeah and uh so my mom can never really go to these shows because it's like Either she has to find someone to go with her, or and she just doesn't end up going. I don't so, like that. So Kylie and I were um were looking around. Uh, I was looking at Rosalind Crystal Ballroom, like different places, like what kind of shows, concerts, yeah, yeah, or uh, and then look, look at Keller, like what live um, plays, what yeah. live events were going to be around this coming year. And I happened to get onto Roseland's Theater, and I started looking Wheel of
0: Fortune the musical,
1: Wheel of Fortune live.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So it's what does no- that entail? It's, so it's not actually the game, like right? It's not the okay. aired version with right. uh, Vanna White and Pat Sajak. Yeah, it is um, still Wheel of Fortune. They have the wheel, people play, yeah. and you get to sit in the audience and watch it. Oh. And then, but it's hosted by Mark Wahlberg, and it's not televised, but. Right. What? Yeah, no, random, right? I don't know why Mark Wahlberg wants to do this. Maybe he's some big fan of Wheel of Fortune. I don't know, but he's the host. Oh,
0: I am shook by that. I am stunned. Yeah,
1: I, I was like, I was like, damn, Mark. I was Where the, is this? Uh, it's at Rosalind at the Roseland Theater.
0: What? Yeah, I, I am in complete disbelief right now.
1: Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I thought this was f- I thought it was like, I was like, that's it. So that's we a bought, scam. We bought two tickets. <laughs> wow. I wouldn't research it before buying yeah, it. Yeah, and yeah. everybody who was gone, apparently it was in Seattle last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If everybody who's gone to that, they said like, if you're a Wheel of Fortune fan, like wow. do this, do this. It is. That is a, a good ton- gift. It is a ton of fun. Yeah. So we bought my mom like good tickets. Um, because they they draw from the audience so like five days before you submit uh you submit like a a, a questionnaire mm-hmm. with your name on and everything and answering certain questions and then they they will they do because it's live it's not just the one game right that's aired yeah they have like three or four different rounds oh, that they'll bring wow. people up for and um, so prizes yeah okay and then so you can get you can get called up yeah and Dude. so like there's a there's like i like that event. would be epic. and it's a random and it's a random draw yeah. too so it's not like oh if you buy the better ticket like the, right, the front right. row packages you can get picked you have a higher chance of getting picked no it's yeah like, com- they make sure to tell you like it is a complete random NEC. draw any seat can wow. be drawn and then while while they're playing like while the big game is happening yeah there's um all sorts of like audience interactive yeah, yeah, like yeah. short games and stuff oh, going on in the, that's in the crowd cool. so i was really excited to that's get a that good for gift her. and she was so excited about that yeah
0: who's she going with i don't know oh okay Hopefully she takes her friend yeah like one of her friends dude that's solid that's so, a good gift. i was
1: really I, I kylie and i we we did really good gift giving this year yeah. so i was really excited about that yeah uh we got my sister the big hocus pocus lego set okay yep i've um, seen it yeah so well, that's a big she one. Start, it is big. Yeah, it's big and it's detailed. You should got
0: yourself the Home Alone one. You
1: know, I thought I thought about that, yeah. but it's Home Alone it's one. A big one. If they had if they had Home Alone two with the uncles like uh, yeah, a three story like um, townhouse yeah. in um, uh, I like can Home Alone two. Yeah. I would I would for sure get.
0: that Did you watch them this year?
1: I watched two.
0: Okay, I watched both. Did you? Yes. Okay. And then Cheyenne said, what is your favorite, one or two? And I think it's a solid draw for me.
1: It's one of those movies where I think for most people, it it is a draw. Yeah. Yeah. I think
0: it's a solid draw. Also, I watched Die Hard. That movie is so good. The first one is so good. Mm -hmm. The second one is trash. I hate the second the, one.
1: Uh, is that the one where he ends up? The end is him fighting the dudes on the plane while it's trying to take off the airport. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I yeah, hate that, that one. Not a good one. I hate the second
0: one. Uh, but watch it again, and you know, everyone makes the argument whether it is or isn't a Christmas movie. It's definitely a Christmas movie. I,
1: I mean, at this point, if you're just saying it's not, it's because you're just trying to be that weird contrarian that yes. doesn't like Nickel. That has to tell everybody how they don't like Nickelback. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, it's Nickelback. Definitely.
0: <laughs> uh, and then we watched Christmas Story naturally because I love that movie. Yeah. So
1: I had a fun inter. I had a fun like Home Alone two themed thing happen to me. Okay. Have you ever had anything go like? Have you ever had a a comment on social media get Mm -hmm. over two thousand likes? No. Yeah, I've never had it either. Jeff has until this.
0: Were you there when Jeff was bragging about that?
1: Yes, I do remember that. That was funny. <laughs> Jeff Connett, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. That was funny.
0: So good. But you did? Yeah, so okay. I, there was
1: a meme shared. Well, was by, it a thirst trap? No. Oh god. Oh god. Yeah. No. You I, I know miss? better than the count You look so hot. Yeah, dude.
0: <laughs> Call me I,
1: Kevin. Have you seen have you seen uh have you seen the uh, uh the released screenshots of um, who's the lead singer of Maroon Five? Adam Levine. Yeah, he uh, was. He was. Yes, he was yes. The, just the cringiness yes. of that cornball. Oh my god. Yeah, you would think that a guy with like that would have way more game than that. He doesn't need it. It's so true. That's why He's it's probably not... never gotten no in his yeah, life. That's
0: why it's weird. That's a good
1: point. Yep. That's a good yep. point.
0: He just says hey, and they go ah or oh. Yeah, you never know his audience.
1: The funniest Adam Levine looking, uh, the funniest Adam Levine inspired meme I've ever seen. Yeah. was it has a picture of him with his shirt off, and it just looked like Adam Levine looks like the looks like a guy who walked into the tattoo parlor, looked at like all of yes. the basic uh, tattoos, t- tattoo uh, design, flash. flash. Yeah, yeah, and then just went those. Yeah, and then just had random shit just tattooed on him. I it, like, it makes no fucking sense. I
0: like flash tattoos, mm-hmm. but that's all he has. Yes, he has nothing that it looks like he. Like worked with someone or mm-hmm. talked about something original. Yeah. it's all flash art. I have a flash rocket on the back of my mm-hmm. arm. I got on Friday the thirteenth as on a whim. My buddy got married and we all went and got tattoos, flash tattoos. Sure,
1: but there's a story behind exactly.
0: That. Maybe he's got stories for every I, flash the, tattoo. The, he the has. one that
1: says California across his chest. Uh, I'm just really into California, yeah, dude.
0: I don't know if you heard, but
1: so the, ha- I'm the, really the into how California. the the how I met the Home Alone inspired yes th- comment yes. that yes. got me.
0: You made this comment? I made this
1: comment, and it is currently at... On threads? uh, No, Instagram. Damn! It's at (gasps) 2,358 likes as of today.
0: Wow. And the
1: original post was, in Home Alone 2... The dad screams bloody murder because Kevin spent $967 on room service, yes. but he also abandoned his young son twice. So maybe time to shut the fuck up. Okay. That was the original meme. It was kind of funny. Sure. Uh, and I said, also, no one helped the homeless bird lady who saved his life. All she got was a white turtle dove Christmas ornament. <laughs> and apparently... I, I thought that was just throwaway comment, yeah. right? Because that's one of the things that... That's like the one thing that always annoys me. Yeah. Is that... They not only were they in their penthouse apartment, yes. they got all of those gifts. What was the for, name of the hotel? Uh the Ding Dang Dong Plaza Hotel. Yes, right. They were in the Plaza Hotel, like luxury suite, penthouse yeah. suite at the top. The company the, the hotel company paid for all of the family gifts. They right. wake up in the morning oh, after, that's right. after Kevin got all of that money. Dad apparently No, 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 no.
0: The, they didn't pay for the gifts. Yeah, they did. I thought what's his name brought him? Mm The toy story. Duncan, oh, st- or st-
1: maybe it was Duncan. Paid I think for it was Oh, was it? It was. Yeah. Du- yeah. So anyway, you don't even like that movie. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Duncan, yeah, Duncan paid for all the toys. I so, because, right? Because he saved
0: the the, the cash. Store. Yeah, the
1: cash going to the kids. Um, whatever. You think all of that money that that he,
0: lady gets free concerts. It's <laughs> true. She gets, She gets to sit now? above the New York Symphony and yeah. listen.
1: <laughs> that that makes it all better. Yeah. Right. And so, like, I'm like, it's that's, like, the one thing that's annoying is that none of them even, like, went out to, th- as far as we know, none of them went out to even thank her. Didn't he? Kevin did. Yeah. To give her the white turtle dove that's ornament. Right, that's right. And he's like, I won't forget you. Well, I don't know. Maybe tell your parents, like, hey, this homeless lady's living in the, above the, the like, <laughs> New York Symphony. Yeah. And she feeds her birds. Oh, and by also, by also. Listen to what you
0: just said. You think that sounds like a sane comment to make. also this lady <laughs> saved my life that's different but also hey mom and dad so remember how i got stuck here in new york it was chased by the same people who tried to kill me last time i was saved by a lady who feeds birds and lives above the organ like or the the new york symphony like that entire concept sounds insane for a
1: guy that a dad who apparently can afford to fly his entire family of 14 individuals to paris to and paris miami. in miami yeah are you kidding me? You, Dude. You can't throw this lady a bone? I
0: did see that uh, economists did some calculations and did some, you know, whatever economists do. Some,
1: uh, so the economists pulled a Neil Patrick, uh, or not a Neil Patrick Harris, a uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. What,
0: what, or, oh, yes, uh, yes, yeah. With the Applied with the th- real. Yeah. Yeah. And they said that that family would have been in the top 1%. Oh, I'd imagine. To be able to afford the things that they've afforded. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I saw a meme that said... Uh, it was showing it was the scene from Donald Trump giving directions to Kevin on where the lobby was mm-hmm. and it's the the sub, the title of the meme the text on the meme said Biden never gave Kevin directions to a lobby the hotel oh, lobby riff. I said yeah that's right dictators are so helpful nice. um but did you hear about the real life H- home alone situation that happened I
1: did and uh thanks spirit airlines yeah yeah I, when i so well, weird. When I heard that it was Spirit Airlines, I was like, "Yeah, that tracks."
0: But also, you don't think it's fucked up with that parents that or they, that family
1: that they put him on a on a he was fourteen years old and went on. was fourteen. Yeah.
0: Oh, I thought he was like eight. I I thought he was fourteen. If he's fourteen, that's different. Mm-hmm. But they put him on the wrong flight. <laughs> Yeah, Spirit. to Orlando and not to. It was like
1: 160 mile difference yeah, for where he was yeah, supposed to be. Yeah, I thought it was 14. Maybe it was younger than Ooh,
0: that. If it's 14, I can forgive it a little bit. Mm-hmm. The parents, I mean, because yeah. I was shitting on the parents hard and not really I'm blaming spirit. Yes, obviously because they put him on the wrong flight and they were supposed to have somebody. I mean, where was he flying?
1: Where was he? Fl- where was he flying from? I don't remember. Uh, it wasn't that long of a flight. No, I No,
0: no, but still, yeah, that mm-hmm. was a real life Home Alone. Uh, thing, you would but-
1: you would like to think that that would be a pretty safe environment. An for a young kid to be able to no, you get you take him to the gates and, I mean, I guess the parents can't go to the gates anymore. That's a thing. That's what I'm wondering. Thanks, like Osama, did he
0: go through Obama? Osama, <laughs> did he go through
1: Bin Laden? All of
0: that stuff by himself.
1: He must have. That's. I'm gonna guess that they, the I'm gonna guess the airport probably has people whose job it is to escort. Kids it is. They do have that. They do yet. have that as a thing. I
0: don't like it though. Okay. I'm too protective.
1: I, I get that. I mean, I get that.
0: Uh, Less Christmas thing unless you have something. Also, uh, good job on the comment. Yeah. Dude, and look then, at and you then, trending, and, Well then I, I got a Take whole, over our social media. I got a
1: whole bunch of people um, shit, like <laughs> start, started arguing back and forth about it. And when this one lady was like, you clearly don't remember the movie at all. Because, to you? Yeah. Okay. Because, well, you she, don't. Liked, because she liked being homeless. No. Uh, yeah. And and then I, she's like, she she said she liked being homeless. She was choosing to be this way.
0: Didn't she say something to allude to that, uh, though? She did, but...
1: Okay. right. so What was it? <laughs> uh, my comment back to her was, I seem to remember her becoming homeless because she didn't have a family slash community. I said, the writers having the McAllister family hiding in their penthouse suite while <laughs> she was <laughs> hanging out in the cold, feeding her pigeons isn't a good look. Yeah. And I said, asterisk this happens to be my second favorite movie of all time. I don't mean second favorite Christmas movie. Home Alone 2 is my second favorite movie of all time. I will
0: eat you alive. But
1: this is the one <laughs> thing that bothered me. Yeah. Second asterisk, but also my original post was a joke. Calm the fuck down. Yeah, for <laughs>
0: real, dude. I love how serious it got.
1: Yeah, it got really serious. <laughs> people were calling, people were going at each other like in, in the comment section off of my original dude, post. Dude, that's
0: amazing. Yeah, Send anyway, that to me. I want right, to see that. Oh. Uh last Christmassy thing, you know I love Do you know what my favorite Christmas song is?
1: Uh, Oh, Holy Night.
0: Bingo. So, we talked about this woman last week. Who is one of my favorite female singers of all time?
1: Uh, Not Pink, not... not, uh, um, uh, Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson. There we
0: go. Have you heard Kelly Clarkson's version of Oh, Holy Night?
1: No, but I didn't know she sang it.
0: Okay. I, I couldn't find it on Spotify. It came on the radio. Oh. And I was like, oh, shit. I don't remember. Okay. I was like, oh, Kelly singing Oh Holy Night. Sign me Hell up. Hell yes. Because mm-hmm.
1: she has the ability to do it. Jake. That's not a song that you can just easily sing. Yeah.
0: It is by far the biggest pile of dog shit oh, no. I've ever Heard. Oh no, that's not I the way I thought you
1: were going with this. Hate it. That's bad. Why, dude? Does she like, does she try to do um, f- uh, Fergie's rendition of the
0: national, anthem? Band- yeah. national anthem? Yeah, <laughs> she d- so it starts off great, but then there's like some background vocals doing some weird shit. like Vuvazela's. What does that mean? <laughs> that sounds like a didgeridoo. Did <laughs> We're just saying words. They're made up. (laughs) We have the answers. Yeah. Uh, No, they're just doing like... uh, oh, I'll have it right here. Oh, God.
1: Is this Baptist? Like, is this Baptist church? It sounds like she's trying to do this as like a Baptist church inspired. You get rid of those back...
0: You get rid of those weird things.
1: It's not. It's you get rid of those. You get weird of the weird background. I agree. That's terrible. Uh, if you get rid of the bat, the weird background vocals, you get a pretty what sounds like a pretty standard rendition of Oh Holy Night. Yes,
0: but I love that song, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh yeah, Kelly, get it, girl, get it. And then ah! I'm like, what? The the fault the weird runs
1: in the background. Oh, it was
0: that's bad. it's disgusting. I cannot listen yeah, to it.
1: I I agree, man. That's disappointing. I scrambled she, to find a better. There's version. only a hand. There's mm-hmm. like a handful of artists who can hit those high notes. Yeah. and belt it the yeah. way it needs to be belted, and that's disappointing. That's disappointing yeah. that she decided to go that route. So
0: if you want to be disappointed, go listen to that song. Uh, it's if you, trash.
1: uh, but uh, okay, my last comment on sure. Holy Night" because yeah. that's also my favorite Christmas song. <clears throat> You like acapella mm. and you like Oh Holy Night. Yeah. Uh, and you like acapella Christmas music. I do. Which is probably the only time the acapella is actually good is when it's Christmas music, which is weird that that's a thing.
0: What about Pitch Perfect, dude?
1: <laughs> I mean, that's a good movie, but I wouldn't listen to Pitch Perfect music. Soundtrack? And, like, dri- yeah, driving <laughs> down the road. Um,
0: this is getting me jazzed. <laughs> there's
1: a there's a all male acapella group called Home Free.
0: Okay, you mentioned them last and week. And they
1: do a. They do a, a rendition of Oh, Holy Night. Okay. That is just... Dude, it is chills. Okay. It's so good.
0: That's why I like that choir concert around the kids circling mm-hmm. the building. Because when they sing Fall...
1: Uh-huh. Dude. And they sing it in a church. Oh. So you get a, you, I feel like you get the whole... like uh, Because the nice thing about those high ceilings... Yes. And they're so acu- acoustic. That's one of the nice things about Catholic, Catholic uh, cathedrals. I was going
0: to say the... Uh, the grotto, the
1: grotto. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why. I mean, Catholic, say what you want about the Catholics, they know how to. They know how to build a gaudy. Like, a, a real <laughs> gaudy, big monstrosity. Yeah, like they are the fan. They are Jesus. They are the rich. They are the rich part of the Jesus fan club. Right, and I mean, there was uh, it works
0: when uh, Alex's choir was singing at the grotto. Mm-hmm. There was one point where I just I know that. Teacher, I know the choir teacher, right? Oh, he's okay. my, yeah, he's my yeah, guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're performing, and at one point, he like he's you know conducting them, and then I see him like stop them. And when you, st- when you stop, when he stopped them, you still hear yes, it because of the high ceiling. Yes, and I mm. leaned over to my sister and I go, "Fucking show off." <laughs> yeah, he knew what he was doing. I he knew exactly what he was doing, yeah. and I was like, D-, and I, I value, I appreciate that because I know, that's, I know him. That's a I level.
1: Knew- that's a level of just almost borderline arrogance but it's not because it's so good dude because he he, because he's good he can be that kind of arrogant which respect
0: he's so fucking good dude i watched him at state when they were when they were competing Mm -hmm. prior to alex's choir performing he was in the room with the other choirs repositioning himself all throughout the room to hear the best sound in that room And then when he got in there with the Mm. choir, he arranged them accordingly. It's amazing.
1: Dude. It reminds me a lot of my uh, band teacher in middle school who just had a love for teaching and conducting music. Yeah. And when you get someone like that. Middle school?
0: Yeah. That's rough, too. Like, middle school kids suck. They do. That's terrible. That's the worst.
1: (laughs) That's the worst age. How they find anybody to teach those kids is beyond me. Yeah. And you live with one. Yeah. Yeah, no shit. Godspeed. (laughs) The. because my high school band teacher hated life.
0: Yeah, he hated his bummer. he hated
1: his life. He hated his job. He, yeah. he was terrible. He took every kid that came out of Discovery, um, mm-hmm. which was just every. I've never seen a group of middle schoolers care about anything the way that oh, we all cared about no. our middle school band. We all of us showed up like he started jazz. He came in my eighth grade year. He started the jazz band. He took us, and we won the junior rose marching band parade. Yeah, uh, for our like uh, class, like the middle school marching band class, like we won that. Like he built such he built a freaking institution. Yeah, at that school, and then all of those kids. All of us graduated, like went went to high school, and then all of us ended up quitting band, except for me. I, me, and our one of our drummers were the yeah. only two that made it all the way through our senior Aww. year. Because uh, this guy just like killed it. Toxic. So then, when you see someone like, um, you know, you're the choir Silva, director, Mr. Silva. He's you see someone who cares that much, not only about music right yeah. he's as talented as he is but he has the ability to make others care about yeah. it and then bring a professionalism about it mm-hmm. to the point where everybody buy it like kids who have never been in a probably a professional setting in their entire yeah. lives buy in to become he's that so good at it Dude, it's so good and yeah. it's so cool and it's so great for kids to be able to experience something yeah. like that i think more than so much more than any like school work that sets you that's going to set those kids up in in a mindset yeah. to tackle life going yeah, forward for sure. And when you have someone who has that ability, yeah. dude, I, that's just amazing. It's he's great the to goat. see. It's he's great the to goat. see.
0: He um he's going to retire in two years, and oh, okay. his
1: that's that that sucks. It, it sucks. sucks that they're lose like they're losing that.
0: Well, his protege, mm. his replacement, is currently teaching at Alex's middle school, oh. and was Alex's middle school choir teacher okay and i remember talking to alex about being in choir in middle school mm-hmm. and you could tell this teacher had those same mm-hmm. qualities that's good she's like he gets us like she didn't say it but she, mm-hmm. he got them to care and to to, to to invest and now silva's going to be replaced by another individual who who can do that for kids mm-hmm. it's freaking awesome yeah i'm like i'm just glad alex gets to she gets to learn to, under she, him. Well, yeah, yeah, she gets
1: to finish it. She gets to finish her high school yeah. choir career with him. Yeah, that's cool. That's good. Cool. Glad shit. she said. That.
0: Um, I don't know what you have for the back end here, but you sent me a video. Was that for discussion? Oh, it could be. <laughs> Do I you mean, have more?
1: I feel like um, I, 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 I know we we've shit so we've talked so much doom and gloom about yeah, Trump have. and Trump, like just the threat of Trump. Sure. At this point. Uh, I, we'll pick it up probably. I'm sure again, uh, close, I, next year. Uh, yeah. After, <laughs> <laughs> I, and probably sooner rather than later, but yeah. I, I, I am I, at this point, there isn't much more to sound off. Yeah. Uh, just as a quick update, the Supreme court did not take cert. Uh, that's, uh, Cersei Rory, uh, which is the, uh, they did not take Jack Smith. Um, request mm-hmm. to hop the dc court of appeals okay but the dc court of appeals have already set a date of january 9th for oral arguments so mm. the dc circuit court in the january 6th oh, case january is, 9th yeah oh, is wow. already like on a super expedited schedule yeah and my guess is that the supreme court is going to let the dc circuit court make their ruling because they're already making it quickly mm-hmm. and then they'll decide whether they want to take the case or not it is such a frivolous case i could honestly see the, and that's immunity i could, I could yeah that's okay. the immunity case i could honestly see the uh the supreme court just saying yeah we we've read everything that has to do with that um we we agree with this appeals court we're not even gonna waste our time with it i could kind of see i there's a part of me thinks that they could do that but also they love their supreme status and Mm. being able to they're gonna want i'm in a feeling the supreme court is gonna want to say on this at some point and i think they will take it Mm. i think they will take it on expedited um so we'll see uh, but there okay. really isn't much update on all yeah. of that
0: at the moment same antics that the psychos making yeah I, I, I posted about yeah, it
1: I guess the last thing too I think it was a cool show of unity is oh, okay that in that in oh, to, yeah. the, to the DC Court of Appeals um, an amicus brief which is when st- a group of individuals who have a area of expertise mm-hmm. in something um, they have they take a per- they feel like they're insight mm-hmm. their experience mm-hmm. can be used by the court as part of the decision-making yeah. process they 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 um they wrote a Who's big they? uh sorry i guess i should say that yeah. who they is <laughs> a group of about a dozen republicans mm-hmm. lifelong republicans mm-hmm. who worked in administrations ranging from nixon to trump so like in all administra- all republican administrations you yeah have nixon reagan george hw george w and trump wow all wrote this brief mm-hmm. to the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals, arguing against this uh, assertion of absolute presidential immunity.
0: Okay, that's what they wrote about. Yeah, okay. and
1: talking about the the how devastating giving a president absolute immunity from cr- from crimes committed while in office. Yeah, what what kind of like what that would lead to. Yeah. And the DC circuit court of appeals uh, accepted the amicus brief. Mm-hmm. So that'll be as part of the overall record and part oh, of the overall argument. Wow. So that the court doesn't have to accept an amicus. That's brief.
0: interesting. I was wondering about that. They okay. can
1: choose not to accept yeah. it, but they chose to accept it. Mm. So I thought that was a really cool thing. Yeah. Um, I thought that was neat. And I think it, I like that, even though the Republican elected officials, the ones who have something to lose politically by mm-hmm. going against Trump, at Least there are some real conservatives out there yeah. who are like, dude, if you're a conservative, how can you give a president absolute immunity? Like, yeah, think about the limited government, think about, eh? think about the green light that would give to anybody who wanted to use the prep the presidency for to commit criminal acts to yeah. either enrich themselves, to not give up power. Mm-hmm. Like, why would if if biden had just play this out if biden had presidential and absolute presidential criminal immunity Mm -hmm. why would he not do everything he could to try to rig the election to try to overturn the election for himself in 2024 yeah and then he has nothing to fear because then he could just say well i have immunity yeah that just the logic doesn't make sense
0: just that's a great point that's a great point if that's the ruling he could do that
1: yeah and then i mean i would still be like that's fucked that's fucked up yeah no but i mean at the same time like well i don't i guess i get why he's doing it he's not going to get charged with it so you're just relying on the good you just be basically relying on the goodwill of human beings no the rule of law does not favor that no there's nothing in the rule of law the logic or the philosophy of the rule of law that just oh, the the good nature of human beings will come out. Mm-mm. Like, no, that's not, a, that's not a thing. Oh. Humans suck. Uh, anyway, uh, did you want to talk about... Kylie saw my phone while I was watching that video. Yeah. Because, because the short of it just said, MAGA maniacs. And she was like, what the hell are you watching? She yeah. was like, you are as obsessed with Donald Trump as the wackos who support him. Mm, and I, I, Is that true? I, I watch... <laughs> <laughs> it must be... <laughs> I watch a lot of shit. I'm, I watch a lot of pod, I watch a lot of podcasts. Sure. Um, from all over the mm-hmm. uh never Trump Republican spectrum to yeah. like the liberal spectrum of to try to get okay uh, uh because the liberals want us the liberal spectrum think that Trump is definitely gonna burn in hell. And okay. then uh the, in court. In court. Yeah. In the uh the Republicans, uh, especially at the Bulwark and Lincoln Project are like heh guys you don't you you this is wishful thinking there is this is not by Mm, any means a given yeah uh and then they start laying out like the i think they do a much better job of talking about institutionalization instead of getting into this uh really more wishful thinking kind of thing emotionally driven yeah but then there's sometimes like the never trump crowd gets very pessimistic so it's sometimes Mm. sometimes i'm like okay what are the odds of that actually happening? Yeah. And they're talking about it as if it's like a given. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to have a balance on both ends. For there. sure. So I watched, I listened to a lot.
0: I don't think that you're obsessed with like Trump as much as they are. I would say that I think you give a shit about the integrity of the Republic. Yeah. <clears throat>
1: Uh, thank you for uh, putting a positive spin on my on my, uh, Look, on, my obs- degree, on my ob- on my on my obsession. That's a that's a dude, that is a master's level. That's right. Spin on my obsession. I uh, no, I I just I'm obsessed with the threat that he posts. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. Is how I worded that. I try to me.
0: stick honestly. I stick my head in the sand every now and then mm-hmm. because it's terrifying. Uh,
1: it, it's uh, sometimes I wish I could do that.
0: And you see the shit he posts today or yesterday. And I'm genuinely afraid. And I don't like feeling afraid. No. So my head goes in the sand. Yeah. But I'm still very afraid. And the and the thing
1: <laughs> that makes me like frustrated is like I'm the least likely person to be affected mm-hmm. by a Donald Trump presidency. Right. Right. Uh because of my skin, my socioeconomic status yeah. and um the fact that I have a, a, a penis. Right. So Prove it. And <laughs> So, like, one of the things that I was—I uh, got into a convers—I got into an argument with uh, a family member. Okay, and they were like, you know, um, the 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 border was the topic. Sure. And for me, I was because I was making the point, like, you know, these people who are seeking asylum are—I yeah. mean, they're doing the legal. They're doing the legal avenue. Yeah. If you don't like the legal avenue, then that requires Congress to change the law. But mm-hmm. we have asylum, asylum, seeking asylum yeah. ship is part of our legal process. Right. It's an so moving the, goal, moving the goal, moving the goalpost um, to what you were saying yeah. about, Oh, I want, I don't mind immigrants. <clears throat> I just want them to do it legally. And then when they do it legally, yes. you don't like the process. Yeah. Well, I don't like the process because it's way overly, it, it's way overly taxed in sure. the asylum system the asylum uh seeking as- a system that we have is so vague because mm-hmm. it wasn't the spirit of the law was not meant the spirit of in the the asylum ship yeah law the way it was passed because pass, there hasn't been anything meaningful passed on immigration since the early 90s mm-hmm. because it's been a deadlock in congress nobody's right. fucking past shit i blame congress like 90 90 of the border problem is congress not no acting. it's the
0: president's fault No matter who it is,
1: the president can only do so much by executive order. It has Congress has to pass the law. If you want to be pissed at somebody, about or group of people, you want to be pissed at about them for about the border situation. Blame Congress. Anyway, uh, I was saying you constantly moving the people constantly moving the goalposts. Yeah, it just shows that you just don't like immigrants.
0: Yeah, what's well, the real issue there? Yeah, yeah,
1: you just and and uh and so then it got the and then the the topic changed to, well, um I just I'm afraid that uh it it's going to affect people's jobs, which economists and historians have consistently debunked that. Can I interject here? Yeah.
0: That argument bothers me.
1: Okay. I I I mean, it bothers me too. But I'm going to assume because of your heritage, well, it's going to bother you in a different let's way. Let's
0: consider the, how you preface this whole thought. Is you're thinking about immigration, immigrants seeking asylum status, mm-hmm. th- running from threats in their home countries. Yeah. To me, that sounds like you're worried about humanity, mm-hmm. which in my my humble opinion trumps the fucking loss of jobs. You're you're more worried about someone having a job than someone being murdered. Now, maybe that's an extreme way of looking at it, but mm-hmm. that's what I'm hearing. Yeah. And to me, that doesn't sit right. Mm-hmm. You are valuing somebody's job over somebody's life. Sure. If they come in this country to flee murder... Mm-hmm. Or being disappeared and they get a job at a gas station over somebody else or a job <laughs> yeah, that's at good. a fucking, well, who, the motor center over somebody else. Yeah. I mean, that's,
1: that's the thing is that they're not coming. Like these people aren't coming here and they're not taking migrant good,
0: workers in the farms.
1: Yeah. Like they're not, they don't pose a threat. And then my point was, is say, take Wells, for example. Sure. Right. Because you know that's it's always the children. You got to think about the children, right? Mm, the, the children protect them. If we allow these op- this open border policy, it's going to take all the jobs from future native-born mm-hmm. Americans. Which, even if on its face, was true yeah. that that immigration affects native job. Yeah. Qual- like the quality or the availability mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. jobs for native born Americans. Even if that were true, it's not that historic historically is like historians have consistently debunked that talk. Um, And it's just been used as a, as a scapegoat for passing xenophobic legislation, like the Chinese exclusion mm-hmm. act and mm-hmm. others. And like the, the, the laws against the Irish mm-hmm. uh, in the early to mid uh, early to mid 1800s. Like, all of these laws have been passed, basically, to, as a, like, a, these nativist laws, which nativist is just a fancy word for, we don't like immigrants, and yeah. we want to put the native-born Americans first. Mm-hmm. It's not ever backed in any economic data, and it's definitely not backed by history. Like, mm-hmm. um, and I'll cite my sources. Like, I'll, I'll, if anybody, if anybody wants a source on that, I will reach out to me, and I will send you links. Yeah. Um Anyway, but I was like, all right, so take Wells, for example. Yeah. Wells is a white male in, in the United States, born in the year 2022. Mm-hmm. If he can't make something of himself, mm. that says more about him than yeah. any person coming across this oh. border.
0: I think that's fair. I also want to clarify that. And then I was thinking about this after I said it. You know, I had said like a gas station job or working at the motor center. And I think that sometimes that could come off as like insensitive or racist But I consider, imagine moving to a country, fleeing persecution, Mm -hmm. and starting your life over. Like, what is available? But also, what are the jobs that people are pissed about? If someone comes in and is a doctor, are those people still complaining that they're taking doctor
1: jobs? Uh, I wouldn't imagine. No. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah,
0: no. But just to clarify, that's kind of my thought process. I don't know if that's ignorant but it almost sounds like that uh, it's, it's not i mean kelly hey, osborne call look,
1: look it's not <laughs> ignorant because it's supported by historical fact yeah immigrants to the united states have always first generation immigrants yeah. have always taken the the low yeah uh the low skill jobs most of the time because yeah. they're not uh, unless they are trained in a in a craft right uh, most of the time they are coming here with low skills yeah. and so they take low skill jobs yeah I would say that you can't drive by a fast food place or any place that doesn't, you know, that just will hire basically anybody yeah. and not see a we're hiring sign.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's That's It's everywhere.
1: It's not like the native born people are rushing to take these yeah. jobs. Yeah. Our economy, I would argue, would need, actually needs an influx in of the workforce. Uh, in the workforce yeah. to fill these jobs. Yeah. And, um, I, I I just I, I guess I, I don't know if there's an and I yeah but it's it, it's frustrating to me to hear those conversations because those people talking about the asylum ship right if yeah. you're coming here as an asylum seeker you're coming here and you're alleging that I cannot go back to where I live yeah. because I am fleeing persecution yeah you would think that a country who was like initially settled by people who were fleeing persecution Mm -hmm. would have some empathy mic drop for those for those individuals (laughs) right that's part of our national story is people were coming here to flee tyranny of like hoping for freedom of religion yeah we're hoping for um although the people in the main i i hate standing for the people of uh the the people on the Mayflower, they were kind of shitty people. Yeah. But at the same point, I think my point (laughs) still stands is that, right, we rebelled against an empire because Mm -hmm. we wanted freedom from that empire. Right. You would think that those people leaving their, uh, as Trump called them, their shithole countries Mm -hmm. um, are coming here because uh, they're hoping for a better life. And I can't think of a better uh, compliment to the United States that mm. they're they're literally they're like we cannot stay here we have to go to somewhere and where do they go they go to the United States because they know there's at least an opportunity yeah. here yeah to not to not only survive but to allow their kids to be to build off of what they sacrificed yeah. for yeah yeah and that that spirit that mm. immigrant spirit has been a thing. Through line throughout our entire history, yeah. as much as we tried to whitewash the role of immigrants mm-hmm. in this country mm-hmm. and how much, uh, slate once, so I guess, just slave labor, but also yeah. immigrant labor has built this country, um, built our, our initial infrastructure. And, and we built, we, there's so much of our generational wealth mm-hmm. in this country that was built mm-hmm. off of people who never reaped the benefits right. for it, um, immigrants, especially. But there was this. Belief that we're coming here, we're coming to this free society where it's relatively safe. Mm-hmm. And we get to build something for our our family's future. Not me. I will. Bingo. They know that they're probably never going to. They personally mm-hmm. are not going to reap the, the benefits, benefits of their yeah. sacrifice. But they, the hope is there for their kids and their grandkids to be able to live in a place that is safe and allows them to be better than where they came from. What
0: you just said is contradicting everything else that they're arguing for in the in the in the in the in the, in the macro. look at the the immigrants coming to the united states right poisoning the blood of the country and culturally um can you believe he said that yes diluting the united states culturally right white culture is no longer a thing because it's getting uh you know kind of absolved by all these other peoples and cultures Mm -hmm. i'm almost certain i heard all these maga bros harp and they're constantly referring back to the importance of family A nuclear family. Having a nuclear family. Everything you just said brought by these immigrants is the importance of nuclear family. So how much do you care about that? Because from the examples you just gave, they're coming here to sacrifice for their family, Mm -hmm. to continue to harden that nuclear family and strengthen it for the future.
1: Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of... um I mean, it, the, the, it's a, it's in a, the, the migrant, the aggregate, I don't know, not the aggregate, but like mm-hmm. the, the, the whole group of people who are coming here from Central and South America. Yeah. Are not like it's not a monolith, right? It's not all families. There are a lot of um, single young males. Yeah, I'm, I saw. Um, I did some research on all that. That there is, I mean, there is a yeah. a, 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 not, a not small portion who are. But that's kind of always been the case. But that's always been the case. Yeah, because a lot of times how how immigration has worked throughout history, especially to the United States, is that. Um, the men come first. Yeah, they That's what she said. usually the the men, <laughs> always, <laughs> dude. Poor females. Yeah, uh, men. Uh, and this is this is how it worked with Eastern, Northern, mm-hmm. Southern Europeans in the uh, turn of the night, turn of the twentieth century, so the early nineteen hundreds. Is that the men would come over mm-hmm. first? The men would come here first. They live in in um, they live in tight commu- tight-knit yeah. communities with men of their certain age they all work in a specific type of industry until they save enough money to then bring yep. their family over here with them that is a hallmark strategy yes. of how immigration works yes. they come here they work and then they bring their family with them once yep. they can afford to do so and so yes you can look at it well a lot of these are young men but that's the the beginning levels yeah. of it right uh, and then that's t- a great point. and then two I I hear a lot of I hear a lot of this And I think this is something that you and I can attest to because we see a lot of it Mm -hmm. is that, well, they're coming here and they're getting free Mm, government mm -hmm, handouts. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Why are we giving free government handouts to people who are not U.S. citizens? Yeah. And I would say that that's a thing. I mean, they uh, we we do a lot of people. We have we have a lot of people coming in who get, are getting non-work social security numbers mm-hmm. so that they can apply for state-funded benefits. Mm-hmm. State-funded benefits really are just federal benefits. Federal money to the states, so then the states then disperse. Yeah. It's not really state. Not a lot of it is actual state money. I would say, what's the alternative? Mm. Right there is there is a. Um, That's a good point. There is a. Uh, I think a natural almost reaction to it. Like what's ours is ours mm-hmm. and they're not us. Yeah. So why should they be getting what's ours? what's ours? Yeah, I think that's a natural human reaction sure. when you talk about how our brains form in groups and out groups. Yeah. So I don't necessarily, bl- I don't blame a native born person for hearing that and yeah. then having the initial reaction of, Ooh, I don't like that. Yeah. Cause I always hear a lot of qualifications that come along with, Oh well, you know, there's there's not that much that, like, oh, I support illegal immigration, but then I don't support the handouts to illegal mm-hmm, immigrants. Mm-hmm. I would say if you were to ter- flip it on its head, what is the the minimal amount of investment, say, in food stamps mm-hmm. and Medicare, right? Like they get med- state they get state Medicaid and they can get food stamps mm-hmm. while they get on their feet, right? Would you rather them be living in complete destitution and on the streets, or yeah. would you rather the state spend a little bit of money? to where it covers their basic medical needs and it covers their food costs mm-hmm. until they can get jobs and get yeah. and get through the immigration process. That way we don't have a massive tax on all of our other institutions, mm. like law enforcement, because they're living in poverty. Right. Um. I, th- I would say giving them something to where they can set, they can have a foundation in which to build. Yeah. A l- makes sense to me, yeah. because then you don't have if you allow them a place and a platform in which to then build off of, yeah. eventually most of them want to work. They want to contribute. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's always lazy people in every sure. group, but the majority <laughs> of them like want to work. Yeah. And once they get through the basic, the first level of the asylum seeking process, they've had their hearing and then they're granted work visas until yeah. their hearing is finalized. They want to work, and if you allow them to work, they start. What what happens when they work? Right, they pay taxes. Yeah. They start paying back into the system. Yeah. I would would say they're much more likely to be able to get to that point. Is that when they get here, there is a a base in which they can build themselves off of, right. so they're not just like living on the street in a tent yeah. with no real like because. That is a much harder place to I can't start even from imagine, dude. than starting from. Okay, we have an apartment here. Yeah. Um. Or we have you know we're living with family. yeah. But we don't have any money because we, Venez- we came here from Venezuela. We came here from Venezuela or wherever. Whether we had nothing. Yeah. We left what little we had. trekked 700 miles. Yeah. Got caught by border security with whatever we had on our backs. Yeah. Hopefully. We have some friends or family that live somewhere in the United States. Mm-hmm. We can go stay with them, and while they're staying in in that room with their family, they've got food stamps and they have some medical stuff. Yeah. They can then go. They can use that to build up towards something. Yeah. I would. I feel like that is, in the long run, a much more sustainable yeah. system than just ah fuck them. Yeah, they're and not. They're not us, so they can't. We're not. I'm not giving them anything free.
0: And I completely. Like, if you think about it, like I think that maybe a lot of issues here when these arguments are made is not checking our own self privilege. Like there are there are points in let's say Native American, Native U.S. United States citizens, not Americans or Americans, whatever, um, where they might not realize the privilege of growing up in the United States and the benefits that they had. That actually helped them get to where they are today, even as hard as it might be. Mm -hmm. Say, you know, say you're miserable in your job, you hate it, you break your back every day, but you make good money and you can feed your family and you're paying taxes, whatever, Mm -hmm. right? What is viewed as being the ideal American. And you're, what am I trying to say? Somewhere in that journey, there was something that helped you up. Mm-hmm. upward in some in some fashion that maybe i think that a lot of us don't acknowledge a
1: lot of it's family having sure. a, having family who has something sure that gave you that floor
0: yes there you go
1: right i think the the i think what gets lost in the privilege comment because i don't i think that when you use the word privilege mm-hmm. i think that gets a natural and i think a deserved kind of pushback hmm a natural pushback at first. I get what you mean by privilege. Sure. And I understand your definition. Yes. It's very academic definition, yeah. which I think makes, sense. I mean, right. It is. <laughs> uh, but I think privilege gets overused a mm. lot by the, by the ultra left to like shame. Oh white, yeah. I don't mean it like that. Shame like white people. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. you didn't mean it like that, yeah. but I feel like I want I just wanted to qua- qua- uh, I appreciate that. I just wanted to, uh, qualify that yeah. because I have a feeling that some listeners are going to hear us use the word privilege yeah. and be like, Oh, I'm turning. I'm tuning that mm. off because, like, how can you how, how can I, as a as a person who woke up at five thirty in the fucking morning <laughs> every day for my entire working yeah. career, went out and busted my ass in whatever weather was out there? Because that's what I had to do. Right? How on earth is that a privilege in any cert, any in any way, shape, or form? My point is, okay, is <laughs> that when people are talking about privilege, yeah. they're talking about the floor in which you came from. Yeah. Right? So if you're in the United States and you're a blue base, collar worker, like you were talking the about. floor that you had was yeah. that you lived in a society where when you woke up in the morning, you didn't have to worry about a cartel busting down your Bingo. door and murdering your yes. family. You didn't have to worry about if you were a small business owner in the United States, you didn't li- you didn't live in a country where you had to pay off the cartels or the government or the for government, protection. Yeah. You wouldn't, you lived in a, in a country that had, some level of st- like a level of stability to yeah. where you could build off of that That's exactly so when you're comparing what I mean. yourself as a worker yeah. here in the United States to a worker in Mexico there are plenty of skilled craftsmen in Mexico yeah. who can do the job of a lot of the skilled labor here in the United States mm-hmm. or the like the uh, the trade labor sure the difference is is the stability of our country yeah. that in itself is a privilege yes. and that's what we mean by we when we yes, use the term absolutely. privilege so I just wanted
0: to nope that, that was beautiful that's exactly what I meant that's exactly what I meant. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, it's hard It's hard to check that. It's hard to, because we do bust our ass. Look, we've all been through hardships. We've all found ourselves in situations. Dude, I was on, uh, on food stamps for a little bit, like a mm-hmm. decade ago or something sure. like that. Yeah. And it's like, without that, what does life look like?
1: Well, how fast does shit deteriorate from there if that safety net isn't exactly. there? Right? Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's
0: scary. And I've heard those stories a lot. In the last year. And it's terrifying. You don't, something happens to you, then you lose this, then you lose that, and it just spirals. It's a quick descent. Yeah.
1: And a lot of the homeless population found themselves in that. They didn't, most of the homeless population did not find themselves in a tent on the side of the road because they just picked up drugs randomly. Yeah. And then just spiraled into that. Right. A lot of it is they lost their job because Mm -hmm. of a change in the economy or they had, they did have. I think so much of it too is like when you're, if you're a young family, a young individual, and you come from a a, a family without, mm. you don't come, you you have a, you come from a family that's a broken home, that's yeah. on sick, that is on cyclic, that's on the cyclical, cyclical government dole, if you want to yeah. like use that term, like, and your parents are drug addicts, and you didn't have that foundation of mm. a family who at least allowed you to fail, right? If I had. I had the ability to fail multiple times because I had a family. I lived in a country where there was a floor because there were certain levels of safety nets. But on top of that, to help fill in those gaps of that safety net, I had a family. and That in itself is a privilege. Did my, Did I have to work? Yes. Yeah. But was I better off than somebody living in Venezuela? More than likely, or
0: even coming here and not having family here. Yeah, and then and then then what's your base? What do you fall back on? Mm-hmm. Maybe a little food stamps and maybe some health care provided by the state. And,
1: and if that's an, and if that's enough to keep more people from falling through yeah. the cracks, because studies have shown once you have fallen through that cracks and you are off the grid, it is mm-hmm. so hard yeah. to get out of it. I was reading an uh, an article in the Atlantic talking about the San Francisco homeless problem. Yeah. yeah. And this it was I written just a documentary on it. It was written by this uh like a self described long lifelong San Francisco mm-hmm. liberal or he's mm-hmm. he's like right. He's like so it's it's gonna sound weird mm-hmm. that I blame the city oh, for the a problem. Lot of the
0: city is bl- a lot of the time the city's blamed. Yeah. Everything I, bl- I did a little bit of a dive into mm-hmm. it a lot of the blame comes to the city.
1: And it and and rightfully so. Yeah. Be, and he he said one of the biggest uh, misnomers is that well all of these homeless people are coming from other other mm-hmm. states where mm-hmm. there isn't um so many safety nets. And that is true. There are there are a lot of transient homeless who yeah. have come here from other states because of the attraction of better um better homeless facilities yeah. and better uh, access to resources. Yeah but he said the majority of the San Francisco problem originates that most of the people who are homeless in San Francisco are from San Francisco yeah. who got priced out of the, who got priced out and everything, all of the policies in the, uh, and how San Francisco deals with its homelessness. Mm-hmm. And I think this probably is the same for Portland, Seattle, if you yeah. look at it, but this was, this article is dealing with just San Francisco is that the majority of people who are homeless in San Francisco came from San Francisco and all of the policies are to, um, Are reactive and not proactive. And I not identify, like, we have to identify we have to identify people early who are at who are at risk of falling through the cracks because once they've fallen through the cracks getting them and they become addicted they've fallen into addiction it then becomes so much more harder to rehabilitate them Mm -hmm. versus getting them what they need before they get to that point Mm -hmm. is so much because we just throw so much you can't say san francisco portland and seattle don't throw money at the problem yeah that's one of the issues i hear and i agree with it's like Okay, well Portland needs to do, we need to do something about the homelessness problem. We need mm-hmm. to tax the rich more. And we need to fund programs better. Mm-hmm. And then you look at the amount of money that gets fucking spent on these problems <laughs> and nothing and it continues to get worse. Yeah, yeah. And it's because it's reactive and not proactive. Mm-hmm. And I think we, he was arguing for a complete overhaul in how we one think about homelessness mm-hmm. and two how you tackle homelessness. Yeah. And some of it so much of it is going to yes, be government is going to be a government investment mm-hmm. but it's got to be like almost like a New Deal kind of yeah.
0: thing. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Where yeah. you
1: you give people who come from who are at high risk, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who don't have that floor that we've been talking, yes. I've been trying to build up, right? That gives them the ability to get out of that and break yeah. that cycle before they f- themselves fall into those holes as young adults.
0: Yeah.
1: Because so much of the homeless population, yeah. are single, a uh, single adult males. Yeah. Why is that? Yeah. Okay. Well, what is it about that demographic, mm-hmm. about that age group and demographic that mm-hmm. that these people are so significantly homeless? Yeah. And how do you combat it? And then yeah. if it's like, well, giving them a, getting them jobs early, and then getting them that place in which to launch step from. up from. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I just have one last thing I want to say. What's that? You're talking about cycles, mm-hmm. and you're talking about um, finding ways to maybe change those cycles or break those cycles. There are hundreds of thousands of children in foster care.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know it firsthand.
0: Hundreds of thousands of kids in foster care. And that, when you're talking about those things, when you're talking about coming from broken homes or coming from like shit situations, like I have seen what six years in foster care can do to a child Mm -hmm. and coming from a broken home. What, like, how do you think these cycles continue? Right. Mm -hmm. If there's no, there's no, I mean, thank God. I mean, honestly, like I've seen, I've seen States where the the government is pretty hands off in foster care and it's atrocious Mm -hmm. and there's no, no accountability. That same state, Struggled with the electrical grid during the fucking snowstorm, <laughs> and
1: 250 people died. And their senator flew to Cancun.
0: Yeah, so when you're talking about these safety nets and you're talking about these programs, like there are things that the government does do to help break these things. I don't know. It's just sad. Yeah, it I, sucks.
1: It, it uh, the abuse of those programs always gets brought up yes. as a reason why they we need to stop them or we need to cut back the funding on them yeah attach certain things um attach certain stipulations like war uh, a work requirement mm-hmm, for mm-hmm, food mm-hmm. stamps right drug then tests. You, but then you think of okay well in the administration of that yeah who's going to uh who's going to take all of the f- the work filings for the people who are applying for it? i mean yeah that costs a lot of money just think about how much money... There's the federal, some jobs. Think about the federal government... <laughs> think about how much the federal government spends on just the administration of the federal welfare program that is yeah. supplemental security income. Yeah. Just to figure out how we can pay poor people the least amount yeah. of money possible. Yeah. So my point is, is that um, the... Uh,
0: the highlighted ab- abuses. Yeah.
1: I, it's like we highlight these abuses as reasons to not do these mm-hmm. things. But then... I would rather have one person abuse. Like, yes, there's going to be abuse. Yeah. But if it's help, if if there's like one person out of yeah. every ten that is abusing the system, mm-hmm. but you're still nine people that you're keeping from falling into mm-hmm. abject poverty. How is that not That's something to strive? 90%? for? Ninety percent. How's that something not to strive for? Right. I don't know what the percentage no, is, no, but I, I know. can't imagine it. It's a ton of people. Like yeah. I know, I just know from anecdote, anecdotally, right. Talking with the home like talking with the homeless population yeah. on almost a daily basis, whether they're applying for benefits or they're coming in about their benefits, right. I get asked about work all of the time, yeah, These people want
0: to yeah. work, yeah.
1: And they just can't yeah. because of different reasons. Either right. they're disabled or they have... Because of the rules, they're afraid that if they do work while they're on this, it's going to cut off their benefits because they've had an overpayment in the past. Yeah. There's all these other things that go into it. And ultimately, poor people spend money Yeah, because right. they have to. Yeah. So putting money in the hands of poor people, mm-hmm. they, then they go and they spend that money in the bus- local businesses around where they live helps grease that economy that then just goes back into refunding these programs. But having that money helps them so much. Yeah. Think about how much money we save by putting these people in houses Mm -hmm. versus all of the money that we spend policing them on the streets.
0: Yeah. Band-aiding the situations instead of being proactive. proactive. Yeah. And with that, I want to say my mom works at a mental health care facility. One that we are familiar with Mm -hmm. and she was telling me that there's this new revamp and concerted effort to find avenues to provide these people with jobs Mm -hmm. because she said exactly what you said people come in and they want to work yeah but they don't have they don't they don't they have somewhere to send them right Mm -hmm. but i mean how how helpful is that Here, just call this number, right? So I think that she said they're kind of revamping the program to kind of give them a little more guidance Mm -hmm. to finding work. Yeah. Which says massive amount of things about these people that people assume, you know, you assume that anybody who's going to these mental health care facilities are just too sick or too poor to contribute. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's not the case. It's, they it's want not, to.
1: It's really not. It's not the case for the majority of them. Yeah. And it really isn't. And then to cut off those lifelines, what little lifelines that country has for mm-hmm. them, because you're worried about, because you saw one person abuse at one time. Right. Like that's, that's so short-sighted. Yeah. And honestly, privileged. Um, mm. And two, uh, my last point is, you know how we talked, I mentioned that we almost need a new deal style program. Yeah. Uh, the Biden administration has a work program, mm-hmm. uh, uh, like installing, um, green energy mm. like uh like a work program for uh young and indiv- like for young people yeah. 50,000 people have already signed up for it and, it, 50, and it just and it just opened up 2 weeks ago the sign up for it opened up just 2 weeks so ago so i'm sure that that, is paid, that is paid jobs yes. for for in, for uh young individuals that are going to help build this country's infrastructure, infrastructure as we make yep. the the as we make the energy revolution yeah change um and we've already had 50,000 people sign up for it yeah and i th- i feel like that's it, a one. That is a uh, huge win for a guy who apparently can't even spell his own a president, who can't even spell his own right. name, and uh, which I just that's such a dumb premise. That guy, this guy is a look. I'm not here to toot the horn of Biden, but that guy has gotten. When you think about everything as he's against. That guy has actually gotten fucking something done versus mm-hmm. Trump, who all he did in his four years was pass a tax cut. Yeah. Um and policy policy and you're putting people to work. Yeah. Like I I don't I that's such a win yeah. and I feel like that's something that needs to be talked about.
0: For sure. There's a lot that has been done in comparison that should be talked about, but we ain't got no time for that. No time for that. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>